Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Thank you for joining us. You are listening to a ministry of Crossview Church with Pastor Kevin Hardcastle. All right. It's great to have you guys here. How are we doing again? Good, good, good. You know, uh, Pastor Chris is going to share with you in just a little bit, but uh, what I find just always amazing about how God works and how the Holy Spirit works, he obviously knows timing and knows uh, life and knows situations far faster and greater and further out than I do. But uh, whenever we were putting this preaching schedule together, like over a year ago, this was one of them that was already put into place. And then uh, Pastor Chris, I sent it to him probably about, what, three weeks ago. And, uh, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen. And today, this whole message today about uh, we're going to learn the story about little David and huge Goliath and that his fear could have paralyzed him like many of us today. That could fear we could give into, but instead we're going to let God take and do what only God can do, and God took the fear away from David and instead gave him faith that he could conquer any giants in front of him, and that's really what we're going to talk about today, and Pastor Chris, would you come and share God's word and let us hear from your heart today, all right? Come on! (laughs) Hey, why don't you stay up here? Can we just give it up for our amazing pastor? Peacock! Peacock! I love him. He gives the best hugs in the entire world. And I love it, too, because, like, he's heard everywhere. And so, like, if he'd be awesome at playing Marco Polo. Actually, he would be bad at playing Marco Polo because you would find him very quickly. But, um, man, it's so – I love Pastor Kevin and I love Michelle. They have such a beautiful family. And, uh, and I'll tell you this, and, and this is just a moment to just brag on them. Um, they, they have been like, like parents to Abby and I. They have been like family to Abby and I. When, when things were crazy, they were there for us and with us. And, uh, and even within 2019, it was really cool. Um, just, I, I mean, I think Michelle was about to fight some people for us. But um, it, was, it, was, it was so much fun. But um, I tell you what, a, a, a successful pastor does not happen without an amazing wife. And so let's give it up for Michelle. Dang. Her, her hair has always done so well, too. I don't know how you do that. I just, I just stopped putting stuff in my hair, and it just happens. Somebody said, oh, you look like a Chia pet. I was like, get out of here, guys. Anyways, but, uh, yeah, my name is Chris. For those of you that don't know me, I was here about six, seven years ago, and it was such an amazing time. I always give credit to this house and Pastor Kevin and his family, um, to where I've been able to go in ministry that I've been able to do. It was based out of this house that I was able to, from here, work on two churches that were part of, two of these churches were the fastest growing churches in America. And we worked with teams and all kinds of people. And, but I always found myself uh, saying, what would Pastor Kevin do? Or how would he lead people? And, and so there's, there's a lot of who I am um, in this man. And so if I start yelling, it's because it's his fault. <laughs> and so, but uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to kind of jump in. Um, before we do, I also want to tell you about my family. They're back in Texas, where apparently the coronavirus is. But it's okay. I didn't 
bring it. I did not bring it, so if you, it's, it's just singing, all right? Don't judge me or anything. Like, I feel like we have to be cautious nowadays with even sneezing or coughing because then, like, the CDC is going to roll up and quarantine you, but whatever, man. And so it was crazy. Abby was even telling me, like, she was at the grocery store, and now they're, like, it's almost like a Black Friday sale. It's like they're letting two people in at a time, and I'm just like, what? And th- here's my, can I, just, can I just complain for a second? All right? We'll, then we'll get into the message. I just, I, this is my thing. If you need that much toilet paper anyways, you should not be worried about the coronavirus because you got a bad case of diarrhea, right? Why do you need that much toilet paper? And then here's my other argument. Why do you use toilet paper in the first place when baby wipes were invented? I'm not going to even go there. I'm not going to even go. I'm just getting fired up right now. I'm getting... <laughs> But it's crazy, whatever, man. Yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, so, yeah, I just want to say, so I have a beautiful wife named Abby, and I have two beautiful daughters, uh, Adelie and Emma. And it's so fun, even with this message of, of this series, is about just looking at God in the perspective of a child. And, and so whenever I think of my little daughters, I think of just that. And so Adelie is our six-year-old, and she is so much fun and so chill. And then we have Emma Grace, which, which was enough for us to say no more kids. And she... <laughs> She came out redheaded, and listen, she is mine, all right? She looks just like me, but I don't understand how a Hispanic can have a redheaded baby, but it happened. Actually, I do know how. It's because my wife eats nothing but salsa, and so, I mean, so it's just a bad deal, but Emma's so fiery. We, 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 we like, have to plan ahead, and we have to have an exit strategy when we take Emma to Chick-fil-A or anything because she's, she's bound to put somebody in a headlock. She's, she's tried to put me in headlock. She, she hasn't, uh, I always tell this story, she hasn't figured out how to put the brakes on yet. And so when she runs, it's just like 1,000%, and then she just greets you with her face. And so it's just like, wow, it's so crazy. So I've had to learn, and, and I, I mean, seriously, I can't walk in the door with anything because I've spilt just all kinds of things on her, and I've spilt things on me, and so it's just poor Emma. She just doesn't. And then here's the crazy thing. We went to Feather Follies, which was really cool. Give it up for Feather Follies. Dang. I wish I could dance like that, but it doesn't look like that. But um, and it was so fun. Uh, I was telling, we were talking about that, and then my wife got on the phone, and, and I was like, hey, babe, how's it going? And she was like, well, oh, man. And I was like, it's either the coronavirus or Emma broke something. <laughs> and so luckily it wasn't the corona. It was, she said, well, my mom's here in town, and I had to go do an open house. And then I come home, and then my mom's like, well, Emma flooded your bedroom. I was like, what? So Emma thought it was a good idea to go and turn on the sink and then put something there. She's only three years old, so I don't know what that means. But so, so yeah, Abby was, was having fun over there, and I said, bless your heart. I'm in Iowa. It's okay. It's all right. But, um, man, I, I kind of want to jump in even to this. And in Mark 10, 15, and, and all the scriptures are going to be up here. It says, I tell you the truth, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a child, will never enter it. And, and it's so cool, even when we think of that idea of, so like a child, what, what does that even mean? Why, why? And so, so this whole message is perfect with me having kids and then the time period that we're in. Like when I think of Adeline Emma and I think of just their, their mindset, man, they, they are just so just pure in their thoughts and so innocent. There's no care in the world that they truly believe that if mommy or daddy says something, then that is gold. 
right? I don't know if they'll still think that when they're teenagers. Probably not. But like, but here's the deal is, is so when we think of this, so first week we learned that God is for me. And so this next week we're understanding, and, and if you were to go to Bible school and all these seminaries and stuff, well, you don't have to, but, but if you did, they would say this word omnipresent. And, and then when my musician mind turns on, I think of like an omnidirectional microphone. And so an omnidirectional microphone will pick up sound from the whole entire room. Like if, if your belly is grumbling, like it's picking it up. If you're talking or if you're singing. And so these mics are designed to just be all around you. And so what, what omnipresence is in, in just a child, if I were to tell Adelie, Adelie, what is omnipresence? She wouldn't even know how to say it. But if I said, hey, Adelie, what is God? She would say, well, he's with me. So omnipresence, in the most simplest term, is God saying that I am with you. And so if you're taking notes, you can write that down, saying I am with you. And why don't you repeat it after me? Say, I am with you. Not me, but God, right? God is with me. And there's something really cool, even with that, that, that whole saying. And, and I remember I was talking to Adelie on the phone one day, and and she was, she was having a bad day in kid language, you know, she's like, what, what's going on? She's like, well, I didn't, I didn't have macaroni today. I was like, that's nothing to get mad about. And, and I was like, I was like, but baby, like, like, hey, I, I'm like, I'm with you. And she's like, oh, and she forgot that there was the issue of no macaroni, that all she could care about was just me. And let's go back to Emma. Emma is my shadow. When I go home, Emma follows me everywhere. Like, it doesn't matter where I go, I have to close the bathroom door because she will come and just sit. And it was just really weird. But, but she follows me everywhere, everywhere that I can imagine. She's just there. She is acting almost like God. God is just my, like my little Emma. He is all around us. He is following us. He desires us. He is telling you today that I am with you. That I, not only am I for you, but I am with you. And listen, when somebody is with you, get out of the way. I'm telling you, when some goober tries to come back up on my daughter, <laughs> I'm with that girl. Don't even. I'll punch you in the face and I'll shoot you in the leg. All at the same time. <laughs> and it's going to happen like just boom, like one and one done. But, and I joke around with it, but there's, this, there's the truth that when God is with you, and we even read this in Scripture, that nothing will be against you. That it's almost like there's this force field around you that, that, that when you're walking through Walmart trying to get toilet paper, it's like, say, God, I got you. And then you turn around, you flip over some chips, and someone's trying to hide toilet paper, but it was God saying, I got you. God's got you today. And so even in Scripture in Isaiah 41.10, Reread this. It says, so do not fear, for I am with you. Everybody say, I am with you. I love it. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God, and I will strengthen you and help you, and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And I love in Hebrews 13, 5, this is where, I, I mean, this is like a promise that I stand on. And it says, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Not to get all deep this morning. But I've experienced a father that does leave you. I've experienced a father that does forsake you. Right? I, I've, I've experienced what it looks like for somebody earthly to walk away willingly. But I've also experienced a God who walks to us willingly. 
who, like we've seen in songs where he chases the one but leaves the 99 because God is with you. Listen, God desires you. And there's something really cool that I left out about Emma. But the reason why Emma is my shadow and the reason why Emma follows me around everywhere, and sometimes it's weird, she just bites the back of my T-shirt and we're just walking together. But you know why she's doing that? It's because she just wants my attention. She wants me to notice her, and she wants me to pick her up and hug her and kiss her and tell her she's awesome. And she wants me to do the tickle buddy. But that's why she follows me. She follows me for no other reason but to spend time with me so that I would notice her. See, God is here today telling you, listen, I I am like your shadow. I am following you. I am with you because I just want you to notice me. I I want you to be able to create a moment with me that surpasses all things. And so when we look at this story of David, and I love it because my middle name is David, is that David was preparing his whole life for this one moment with Goliath. But Goliath was just one opportunity to get him to where God had him next. And so I imagine even as David was there, just, I mean, think about this young dude. It's it's like, I mean, we all know Johnny Dahl's here, so I'm not putting him on blast. But when he stands next to me, he's like five feet taller than me. I can still dunk on him, but he's like five feet taller than me. Actually, I'm scared of him. But here's the deal. David goes and he sees not Goliath, but he sees something that's more of like an obstacle. I don't know about you, but when there's something that you desperately want, it doesn't matter what's inside, what's in front, what's to the side or the back. You're willing to go through it so that you can get to it. And so what David, David didn't see a giant. I hope you know that. David saw something in the way of his God. And so that's why when he saw David or when he saw Goliath, he saw, you know what, because God is with me, there is nothing that can stand against me. Because God is with me, I can now stand with the righteousness knowing I may not be perfect, I may be ordinary, I may be the smallest one and the most unqualified, but because God is with me, I can look straight at a giant and tell that giant to move, or I can get my weapon that God has given me, and I can throw it, and that fool's going to drop right to the ground because God is with me. I mean, I I don't know, but I'm getting myself excited. (laughs) So what did David do and what do we do? So we're talking about, okay, God is with me and and we're singing songs and we're, we're doing all these things. But how do we create moments to get with God? How do we create these, these awe-inspiring moments? Because as I've been just studying the Bible and I see that God's using ordinary people to speak mighty things through him. And here's another thing. Total side note is that in the city of Keokuk, God needs you to be his voice. We see it through Moses, through Abraham, through Isaac and Jacob. We see it through, through every single individual in the Bible that, that I mean, w- when we think of it, God could have said those things himself. But he used some jacked up, broken people. Right? And here's, here's, even in our men's events, I said this, is that God said this on purpose when he spoke to Moses. Tell them that I am the God of Abraham, Isaac. He didn't say the God of Israel. Israel was the good side of Jacob. But he said, I am the God of Jacob. 
In other words, God was just saying, I'm not just the God of successes because of Abraham and Isaac, but I'm also the God of your defeats. I'm also the God of your struggles, the God of your, your, your distractions, the God of your lacks, because I turn all those things into victories. I turn all those messes into messages. I put you through a test so there can be a testimony. See, God is always up to something, and that's because he is saying, because when, when we understand this, and this is what he's saying, is that when when he is for us and when he is with us, then nothing can stop us because we serve an unstoppable God. Come on, let's give it up to Jesus for that. So how do I have a moment with God? If you're taking notes, the first one is this. Talk to him. In a scripture we read this, it says, hear my prayer, O Lord. And this is in Psalms 54.2. It says, listen to the words of my mouth. And if Philippians kind of follows it up and it says, do not worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. Listen, what people truly need today in a time of just craziness is not a, another quick fix or not another, let, let me read about this or whatever. But what we truly need is we need a peace that surpasses all understanding. I just call it the peace that makes no sense. In 2019, and I kind of shared my story a bit, but 2019 was a crazy year where I didn't experience any peace. What I experienced, maybe as David did too, is I experienced not being good enough. I experienced defeats and difficulties and frustrations and, and, and just irritableness that not only affected me but would affect my kids and I would find myself easily agitated or my wife would say, what is going on with you? Because I allowed my inner narrator, my inner mind to capture this idea of that whatever is going on with me is more important than God and bigger than God. But here's the cool thing, is that when what God sees within our lacks, God sees actual opportunities. And so whenever I'm thinking about Adelie and Emma, and I'm thinking in these moments of 2019 where I'm not experiencing any of these things, I remember those moments when my mom would just get down on her knees, and she would just bawl her eyes out and pray, and I would hear specific prayers about me. And what my mom was doing in that very moment, and what I believe as parents we're called to do, is that my mom wasn't raising a son to survive this world. But my mom was raising a son to change this world. And I'm declaring that over you today, parents, future parents, is that God is saying it's time to start raising our kids not to survive, but to thrive. Because when we understand that we serve a God that is with us, that we can easily talk to. See, there, there's a beautiful thing that I, I love doing with, with Adelie. Every, every night, we just lay on the bed and, and we say, babe, let's just talk about it. And she just tells me about her whole day. And then we just tell knock-knock jokes. Her knock-knock jokes make no sense. And then she laughs at her own knock-knock jokes. <laughs> it's so weird. But she's just talking. And she's just talking, and, and I'm just there, I'm just listening. And at times, I don't even care what she's saying, because I just want to hear her voice. 
There is something so sweet about Adelie's voice that it doesn't matter what I'm going through in the entire day. I just want Adelie just to tell me. It doesn't matter what it is. I just want to hear her voice. God is saying, in order to create a moment, I just want to hear your voice. Listen, don't you think that I already know what's going on? There's something so sweet. I was even being all just sloppy with my wife. I was going extra. I was being extra, I guess, you know. I was like, babe, I just, I love your voice. And she was like, I love yours too because it's real deep right now. I was like, what's up, bro? You don't like my voice normally? She's like, no. <laughs> Get out of here. But just as I love to listen to Adelie, there's something that we need to understand. In order to create a moment, we have to listen to him. We talk to God and we say, God, this is, this is what I'm bringing to you because this is what I'm going through. This is what I'm struggling with. And we read this in Deuteronomy 30, 20. It says, listen to God's voice and hold fast to him for the Lord is yours. And Isaiah declares this. It says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear the voice behind you saying, this is way, this is the way, walk in it. And I want to jump right into this next point because I got something really cool to tell you. When we talk and we listen, we receive. There was a prayer that I had been praying even before I was 15 when everything started happening with my dad. And he was eight-year fair, highly in ministry, doing all these cool things. I prayed, man. That my dad would return. I, I didn't have it specific. And when I was a kid, I hadn't heard my dad pray. And I mean, it was been forever. And I remember being on little stages with him, and I played drums behind him. This little fat Mexican kid just playing drums. <laughs> but I loved it. And then my world fell apart, as sometimes ours does. And it wasn't always perfect. Sometimes I, I really screwed it up because. I, I'm human. And God says it's okay to be human. God does also say this, that's okay not to be okay. But it's not okay to stay that way. We get knocked down, but we have to get back up. And so in 2019, when everything was crazy, and I was just about to make one of the biggest decisions I've ever made because now my family's in tow. Man, I, I called people and no one answered. And I, I was in tears, and I was frustrated. I was discouraged. And so I called the one person who I was like, well, they're not going to really add anything to this experience, but I'm just going to try it. So I called my dad, and he could kind of tell something was up, but he was trying to make some jokes. You think my jokes are bad? My dad jokes are really bad. And, and I said, Dad, I said, I, I need you to be my dad right now. And I said, will you, will you pray for me? And he didn't even hesitate. He prayed one of the most boldest, beautiful prayers that I've ever heard. It wasn't big and elaborate with all these big fancy words. But it was from his heart. And what God did in one instance is that God turned something that the enemy meant for bad, and he turned it for good. See, I had been talking to God. God, just bring my dad back. But I didn't know to what extent. 
For the last over 15 years, the man I knew was a man that was a coward, a man that, that, that you, when you think of someone that's around you, you don't want my dad around you. Someone that was so far from God. But in one instant, what God did is something that no man can do. As I found my dad The one who stood strong in faith. The one who prayed like mountains can move. The father that I had been needing my entire life. Fast forward even a story where we just start kicking the devil in the face even harder. I show up to my my dad's little church. He started leading worship again. Started preaching again. And, and I just showed up, and it was a little Spanish church, and my grandpa says, you're playing the drums. I was like, I don't, I don't. And so I just walked up, and I took a picture of it. And I said, man, God, I'm receiving from you a promise that I had forgotten about. I prayed that he would just come back to you, but I never prayed this. And the beautiful thing about God is that God will always outdo us. God will always, I mean, think about David. David went against a giant. To see my dad lead worship and preach again, that was a giant. But you know what gave me the confidence and the assurance of knowing that whatever it was going to be with my dad is that I knew that God was with me. And it brings me to my last point is that we have to enjoy His presence here today. We have to be able to get to a place to where we we can just, uh, not only God is with me, but us being with him. Listen, fathers, it is so crucial in this day and age that we be that living example of what God is saying to this city of Keokuk. This city doesn't need another broken marriage. This city doesn't need another broken man or another broken woman. Doesn't need another person to say, oh, I can't wait to make it so I can get out of this place. Because if we see Moses and if we see David and we see all these people in the Bible, God actually brought them back where they came out of. Moses left the palace only to get in wilderness, but then to return and to free his people. I wonder who in this place today, God is saying, it's your time to be like Moses. It's your time to be like David and stand in front of your giant and say, I, I, I know my God is bigger. Or it's time to be like Moses and say, you know what? It's time to let God's people go from the grips of depression, from the grips of suicide, divorce, from anxiety, from fear, from failures. Why? Because we serve a God that says, I am bigger and I am greater. And most importantly, I am with you. And I love this song we're going to sing here in a little bit. And in 2019, when I didn't feel God, when I didn't see God, there was something behind the scenes that was working. And that was God himself. This next song says that even when I don't see it, you're working. And even when I don't feel it, you're working. 
So today, if we could just even close our eyes in this room. This message gets me really excited because it gives us the promises of who God is and how God works and how God operates. See, when my dad was out in clubs, wasting his money in casinos, sleeping around, God was working. When I was doing dumb things and my mom was on her knees praying and she wasn't seeing it or feeling it, God was working. And there's promise. And when we understand the purpose of our process, then we understand that there's a promise. See, when my mom didn't see it or feel it, but now she gets to see her baby boy leading worship and speaking and telling people about the love of Jesus. And I'm getting to see my dad do the same thing. See, we don't need another parody or another fix, another this or that. The answer is we just need God. We need mothers and fathers to be that example of God. God is not only asking you to be like a Moses or a David or an Ezekiel in this city, but God is asking you to do that in your family. God is asking you to step up in such a way to fight for your kids, to fight for your relationships, to fight for those things that have been broken. God doesn't desire that any of us would be in lack. But sometimes we experience that because we are just people. But the beautiful promise of God is is that he's always with us. So could we stand in this room today? I believe God is at work even here, even in a moment of crisis, that God is saying, you know what? doesn't matter how big your giant is, that I'm with you. doesn't matter how big your struggle is, that I'm with you. But all God just wants, he just wants to hear our voice. He wants us to listen He wants us to be able to to receive from him. He wants us to just be there. But it takes the biggest step of faith. And that's just the doing. So tonight with all of our, or today, with all of our eyes closed and our heads bowed, I don't think it would be appropriate if we didn't give people the opportunity to say yes to Jesus today. So if there's any of you here in this room today that that maybe you've, you've ran from God. Maybe you fell like David did whenever he did what he did with Bathsheba. But God's saying today is the day of restoration. The day is the day to come back home. Or maybe you've just never experienced God's love ever. Today is your day. If that's you, I want you to put your hand on your heart. And I'm going to say a blessing over you. Jesus, for the ones that have taken the step of faith to put their hands over their hearts, God, like Peter, 
It wasn't that he stepped on water, but God, that he stepped on faith. Jesus, I would say, God, that you would restore our hearts. Father, as, as these are just saying, God, I want you back into my heart. I want a relationship with you. Father, that today would be a new day. That today would be a day marked as new beginnings, Father. And so Jesus, we even declare today, Father, that as we're talking about this idea of you with us, God, that you would continue to work, Father, even when we don't see it, even when we don't feel it, Father, Lord, that you would fight for us. God, and the only thing you would require for us is just to come to you. God, restore broken relationships. Restore broken hearts. God, we pray for our children, God, that are far or that are hurting or that are broken. Jesus, we declare that right now, Father, you are louder, God, that you are greater. And Father, as Emma greets me, Lord, you are greeting them. So God, we declare this, Father, that your healing presence is here in this room. God, we love you. We're gonna sing a song. It's called Waymaker. And when we get to the bridge, it says, even when I don't see it, even when I don't feel it, God, you're working. I want that to be your declaration this morning. I mean, I don't want like some sissy worship. I'm talking, I'm sorry if I'm using crazy words, but I'm Texas. I mean, I want us to worship like our life depends on it. All right? Are y'all ready to worship? Come on, let's just do this. Let's all lift our hands and let's close our eyes. Come on, just an act of faith. Come on, Jesus, just have your way, Father.
all this earth lived out right here, this word. You are here.
Sound beautiful this morning. Sing it again, way Father God, we come before you today and we firmly believe that that is who you are, that you are the, the one who makes a way when there seems to be no way. That the promises that you make, you always keep. That, God, you are the light in this very dark place, and you are the light in our souls. So, God, right now, for each and every person in this place, be their way maker. Be their peacemaker. This morning, just before we go to this morning, maybe there's something you need from God. Maybe there's some answer you need. Maybe you're in the middle of a decision that, that has to be made or something that is, is just around the corner that has been done. And you need God to do a miracle. You need God to make a way. In just a moment, I want you, you're going to have you lift your hands in just a moment. You're here today. Maybe you have chaos in your life. Maybe your family's in strife. Maybe uh, your marriage is not at peace, and you need God's peace to come into your, to your place, to your home, or to your workplace. Or, or maybe you're here today, and, 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 and you just feel a bleakness, a darkness in your life. You just feel like, you know, a, a sense of, uh, of sadness that maybe comes on you. Whatever it is today, I want you to know today, He is with you. He is for you. He can do the impossible. He is with you. He is for you. And our God can do anything. So today, if you're in any of those places today, any of those places where you just need by faith, I want you to lift your hands all across this place right now. Lift your hands up right now. You need God to be the way maker, peacemaker, light in the darkness. Hands up all over. Would you just lift them up? And right now, God, I just pray and I, I declare right now over these lies that you would do the impossible, that God, you would prove that you are with them. Even through the chaos, through the darkness, even through the decision-making, the valley, the stress, the anxiety, God, you are with them and you are for them. So, Lord, for those lives, I pray, speak to them, encourage them, and let them know you never leave nor do you forsake, for you are with them. Grant them your peace and direction. And just, God, I pray, speak life into them. And God, as we leave this place today, let us not forget the, the words that were spoken into our lives today. To talk to you, to listen to you, to receive from you, and just to enjoy our time with you, God. May we take this and be thinking about it every single moment of our day. To talk to you, to listen to you, to receive from you, and to enjoy your presence. Everywhere we go, God, be our way maker be our peacemaker, be our light in the darkness. Thank you, God, for your goodness. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Amen. And everybody said amen. Be seated just for a moment today. We're going to worship God with our giving today. Uh, and actually today, um, instead of us passing the basket around, gentlemen, just stay in the back, we're just going to have you put it on the way out. On the way out, we'll have baskets by the doors back there. All three doors, we'll have guys just posted back there with our baskets. Just put your offering in there on the way out uh, just to kind of help things out, move a little slower. Pastor Chris, hi. Love this man. Give him a round of applause one more time for his... I just, I just want to say your name. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm going to have him do that song, the first song you did, 
Uh, he introduced that to us this past week, and I just loved it. Would you do that one more time for with us so we can just go out with, uh, with joy in our hearts and the celebration going on? You guys ready to hear one more before you go? All right. Band, you did amazing, band. Good job. I love, don't you love our band? They're absolutely amazing. All right, stand your feet. Come on, let's do this as we go today. listening to a ministry of Crossview Church in Keokuk, Iowa with Pastor Kevin Hardcastle. 
For more information about service times and activities, visit our website, crossviewkiakuk.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.